0: Welcome to The Brave Table. I'm your host, Dr. Nitha Bhushan, and this is your oasis for strengthening your mental and emotional fitness, no matter what life tosses your way. I am so excited you're here. Just like you, I wear many hats. I'm a former dentist turned author and serial entrepreneur, currently a mom of two, and a recovering perfectionist. Every week, we'll navigate Brave Conversations to support your evolution at every season and stage of your life raw and unfiltered, we'll explore all the feels as we unpack life's unpredictable moments, from the playful to the painful, the magical and the messy, and everything in between this epic human experience. You ready? Let's dive in. Hello, hello, and welcome back to another episode of The Brave Table with your host. I am Dr. Anitha Bhushan, and if you've just arrived for the very first time, I'm so glad you're here. This week, we have an exciting part two episode. That's right. We're bringing back Alexa Boudic to finish up our conversation that we had all around sex in part one of braving sex. That's right. And today we are going to be continuing on where we left off in part two of the conversation, what you didn't learn about sex in school. Yes, very juicy. I know if you haven't seen part one, you definitely want to go over there and check out the entire full episode. We definitely get a little steamy and spicy and In this episode, we are going to dive even deeper into our discussion on sex. We kind of set you up for a little bit of a taste on Monday, and what we are really getting into is all related to pleasure, health, and relationships in this episode. So it's not just the basics that we learn in school, right? I mean, the diagrams and all of those things, do you remember that? And gosh, we were talking about it in this episode, how, you know, there's so many places for even if you have children, how to learn all about sex. And I'm so glad that there's information out there finally, that really can create a sexual liberation, but also sexual literacy for female pleasure and also treating it as a sacred practice. You know, I'm sure many of you moms will agree when I say, you know, it's kind of scary thinking about what our kids will probably get access to. And, you know, Alexa points out that it really begins with us. It really begins with our exploration in our own sexual development, our own exploration in what we are open to about talking about with sex and how we personally view sex, what we actually grew up with a sex mindset. And for many of us in our closed, you know, familial upbringings, this might bring up a lot of triggers. This might bring up, oh my gosh, I never even thought about it this this way. And having so many conversations here, I just hope that this part one and part two really opens your eyes and sheds a different light into a different conversation that perhaps maybe you feel open and and confident in having with your partner or with future partners after this episode. I mean, even share this episode with them. So it really takes radical responsibility for our sexuality, unlearning what we think we know and truly staying humble. And not only that, curious to open up ourselves to a new experience. As adults and, you know, some of us are parents. We need to really understand how we relate to pleasure. And, you know, I've been thinking about this a lot in the last few years since I've had children and really how getting inquisitive about my own sexual and sensual exploration and what pleasure actually means. You know, we're not really taught what pleasure means as a female, when we're engaging in sexual activity, you know, and what's you know out there in pornography and um you know online it doesn't really take the woman's anatomy into account. And so I'm so grateful that we had Alexa to really break it down for us. And she talks about treating sex like you would anything else after your well-being, right? So you go to the gym for your physical health, you meditate for your mental health, and you need that same level of maintenance for your sexual health, your sexual exploration because you know, it changes at every stage, especially when you are initially having a relationship with your partner and then, you know, perhaps maybe you get married and you have children. I mean, all of that sexual appetite and exploration changes. So, how are you going to navigate that within your development? So, what's something that you learned through your sexual experiences that you wish you knew sooner, or maybe that you learned about yourself that you desired or that you liked more of, or that You wanted to explore, but you were so ashamed about kinky play or, you know, different tools that they have on the market. So if you could go back in time, what is something that you wish your parents had told you about sex? I mean, this is an edgy question because if I think about it, I'm like, wow, I wish my dad actually sat there and talked to me about it instead of, I mean, he just had me watch some sort of educational uh, video on it. And then he went into the other room and (laughs) didn't even want to be in the same room with me. And I was like, I think it was like nine or ten. So knowing what you know now, how can you take ownership of your sexual education and desires to ensure that you and your partner can have healthier relationships with sex? So some of the other juicy nuggets that you'll get out of this episode, and if you want to know more about Alexa's work, definitely check her out at That Sex Chick. And what we dive into in this episode, it gets super juicy, so how to practice BDSM with Communication, consent, and care, and how to have fully consensual relationships in your sexual exploration, how to reevaluate your approach to sex when things start to get kind of mundane and boring. And she goes into the anatomy of the vagina and a lesson on the clitoris and what the vagina needs for a better quality orgasm, how to orgasm without penetration as it being a spiritual and a sensual experience and how to leverage some of the toys that are out there for couple play and your own self-exploration. So without further ado, let's welcome Alexa Bowditch back to
1: the brave table for part two. We have a tool, the most utilized tool, for us in, in, sex and love co, which is the brains in the business. Yes. I'm that sex chick, but we have a whole team of people that are therapists, counselors, various coaches, sexuality educators that work with us. Yes. Yeah, so you have a huge umbrella. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So our most, our most utilized tool Ooh. is something called I'll put that over there. Oh, it's something that. called a want, will, won't list. And this is one of them. Oh my gosh. So take us through it. I actually a want have want, will, will won't list. Oh. We're getting ready to upgrade this to include even more information, but already it's over 300 questions. So if you were to take a tool like this and sit at the table or wherever with your person and each of you has one Mm -hmm. and you go through it and it asks you, what do you want? What will you do? What won't you do? Okay. So that's the receiver. Yes. And then you have the giver want will and won't in the middle is the activity Oh, and then all kinds of body parts. Okay. Yep. Right.
0: Can I just read some of these here? So this is her worksheet, want, will, won't list, a map to your most sexual desires. Oh my gosh, Alexa, this is like amazing.
1: Yeah. So So where you don't know, if you don't know where to start, start here. This is, this is,
0: this is amazing. And abdomen, anus, breast. Back, butt cheeks, ears, face, fingers, inner thighs, neck, nipples, penis, perineum, scalp, skin, testicles, toes, vulva. Ooh. Yeah. Oh, wow.
1: So it starts pretty PG. Okay. With kissing. Yeah. And then as you continue flipping through the many pages. Oh, wow. The activities pick up the pace a bit. Okay.
0: Let me just read a couple of these. So the activities are blown or breathed on. So the receiver want, will, or won't. So you check, which, check a box. You check one box. So I want to be blown on or breathed on. Right. Yeah. Or, Ooh. or the giver for people
1: who are like, who like energetic kind okay. of play uh-huh. to be hovered over or to be blown on or breathed on can be really stimulating. almost more stimulating for some people. That's more stimulating as far as sensation goes, um, for their body Oof. than actually being touched. Yeah. Cause
0: I and I just finished like binge watched the uh, love, sex and goop.
1: Yep. And so then, you know, about the erotic blueprints, which yes. is a big part of what we do as well. Like oh, we I want, we like for everyone to speak with their erotic blueprints in mind.
0: Oh my goodness. Okay. So in ear, in mouth, on abdomen, on anus, it on breasts, the same. on butt cheeks, on inner thighs, on neck, on nipples, on penis, on testicles, on toes, on vulva. Oh my goodness. So, Oh, hair grooming. Yes. Massage. Okay. Yeah. So the same body parts. Massage with feet and toes. I feel like these are some of the things, like we never got this. No. You know what I mean?
1: Like Oh never. my gosh. And I will never use the Pythagorean theorem ever. Oh,
0: seriously. Like, can you actually teach this to sex education? Cause one of the things that I'm so, and I know a lot of moms are watching this too, who are like, I'm, I'm so scared that my kid is going to find out about porn yeah. first yeah. before they like know how to even please a woman or even know what to do with that yes. kind of information yeah. instead of knowing the sensuality of, what it means
1: to yeah. have pleasure and fulfillment. Yeah. They will find porn before that. They will find porn before and before you as the parent think that they are ready or feel that they are are ready In but it's a lot like of ways, they no will.
0: the woman is not gonna just go for the plumber who comes over <laughs> during the day like the, no she's not gonna just yeah. spread her legs thinking any man like the milkman's gonna come yeah. and bend and her come. over it's, yeah it's, not, it's just not it doesn't happen that way no so no. so i wish we could have these conversations Do you, you know because tickling, smelling. I think what the best thing a parent on?
1: can do is to figure out how they feel about this information mm. and feel about their own sexuality and take the reins. Cause if you, if you are not an embodied, meaning like you don't have the knowledge and the understanding, at least on some level of this information, then it's going to be really challenging to have these kinds of conversations with your kids from like a really grounded place where they can right. feel in your energy. And this is all speculation. Cause mm-hmm. I don't, I don't, I haven't gone through the process with a kid yet, but I have, I have h- traded some of my private client sessions to do sessions with their children.
0: Mm-hmm. So,
1: which is kind of incredible. Um, amazing. Those are cool parents.
0: <laughs> yeah. Super cool parents. Yeah. Uh, so, okay. Is this like a can we get hands on this checklist? Yeah. Is this a free checklist is. that you give out? Oh yep. my gosh, where? It sure is. Okay. So at, we'll, we'll put it in the show notes. Yeah, obviously. at that
1: sex chick on Instagram, my link tree has free resources. They're all there. So this You is, guys,
0: this is next level yeah. for a relationship. This is next level for- this is like a fun exercise, even yes. on a date night. I think Ajahn and I are going to totally do this. You
1: can have that one. Ah! <laughs> yes! I mean, you can have that one and maybe print another one. You yes. can do oh it God, together yes. or you can do it separately. I, I typically have my couples do them separately so that they can just be with themselves and not make yes. choices based off of what they think, mm-hmm. these preconceived notions or assumptions that they, you know, are placing or projections based off of what they think that they know about a long-term relationship or a few year relationship. So say go do this separately, come back together and have a conversation. Okay, so so
0: what happens after we fill this out?
1: Um so first off, I want to clarify just quickly, want, will and won't Mm -hmm. if you want it, you consider it and you're like, yes, I want that. Okay. Full body, yes. Please. The context is all yes. yes. The context is all right, yes. Um, will is you will do it if your partner wants it, Mm. not a, maybe if we can avoid the maybe category where you're like, maybe I could like that. Maybe I could like that it's a no for now. If your partner really wants it, there's over 300 questions. There's so much you can explore This is a
0: lot. This is like 20 pages or something. Yeah.
1: Eight, I think it's maybe 18. Okay. So you're close. Okay. So the will, you know, there's so much to explore. Let's stay away from the, maybe mm. just the consideration of maybe, because there's so much that you and your partner are going to align with that are in the want category. And then you can do something, you can play a fun game. So we have something in our programs called making, you basically, you make a sex recipe Ooh. where you take your wants, you take yeah. a couple from yours mm-hmm. as the giver and a couple from yours as the receiver and a couple from, let's say, objects yeah. from the giver and the receiver. And you make a recipe, which is like what you're going to do that night mm-hmm. or that Ooh, day.
0: Okay. So during the day,
1: yeah. during the day, during the nighttime, I mean, there's also this kind of Misconception that because of movies and TV that sex happens at night. At night yeah. When in reality, the sex drive hormone is testosterone, and it's the lowest in the evening. Oh, so oh. You, you know afternoon delight and morning sex. Yeah, they're a thing because that's when your testosterone's the at highest. the highest for both men and women. Oh,
0: okay, morning sex. Yeah, totally.
1: Yeah, oh. yeah. People do do it at night because they need kids to go to sleep and they need like <laughs> right. you know all of that. <laughs> oh my
0: so, goodness. But, okay. Yes. So. And I know because you have a whole team of people. So can you tell us what... Because for general folks, they may not know that, hey, penetration is not the only way to get off. And can you take us through the the blueprint that you have discovered?
1: Um, As far as how people can get off Mm -hmm. without...
0: Without penetration.
1: Without penetration. Because
0: it seems like you're opening us up to other ways of like... The differences of, you know, like a sensual versus somebody that likes, you know, BDSM or yeah. kink.
1: I or- think when you go through something like a want will won't list and you start getting curious about your sexuality and your partner's sexuality uh, and start to give yourself permission to get more information and get more knowledge. It, it, because it also was kind of hard to really create something where you're like, I don't really know what I would like. And Mm -hmm. that's, that's, that's a challenge for some people. So it started with something like the, what we won't list and realize that this is something that interestingly, even though it's a very adult thing that we're doing, Mm -hmm. you can infuse your childlike innocence into it and curiosity and play. This is a time where adults get to play and do the thing that only adults do. So,
0: and I feel it ignites, it reignites the spice and the relationship for sure. And allows like a different way of approaching sex yeah. that can be, you know, a little bit mundane if you don't, if you only have like 20 minutes cause the kids are in bed or right. you're just like, you don't want to do it. Or you have, I've heard this from friends where they, you know, they, they do sex like, you know, once a week or twice a month or something like that. But it's like the same yeah. missionary yeah style lights lights off on Tuesday, lights off Tuesday, clothes on or whatever the case, <laughs> yeah. like it's not sexy. Yeah. And you're kind of showing people that, Hey, there's yeah. many different ways and it doesn't even have to be penetration cuz most women don't even get off on that
1: for sure i mean well most most orgasms that are happening for women are happening cl- happening clitorally yeah. and even if they're being penetrated it's still requiring engaging the clitoris and I mean you can create turn on and anticipation in so many ways and um I think that we're doing it's kind of a disservice to our relationships and our sexuality to just go hey do you want to have sex tonight and some you know that has a place in relationships too you know maintenance sex is what we you know more that- or less call it maintenance sex or quickies or something like that like those mm-hmm. are great too but mm-hmm. relying on spontaneous or relying on only the regimented once a week is It's challenging and it becomes, you know, very boring for some people and for some women without the element of excitement and novelty, they simply would rather not have sex.
0: Right. And there, there's like no notion of like that turn on. Yeah. And I see there is a photo of the clitoris. So it seems like we're going to, we're going to dive into some clit education. Oh my gosh. These are, these are full photos, you guys. I'm getting a full sex education. Why didn't I learn this in school?
1: Did not ever uh, see a photo of the clitoris. This is another thing ever. I mean, that Forever? that more or less falls into what you were asking about having sex um or and it's not necessarily all you know, revolving around penetration. For a lot of people, sex ends when the penis ejaculates when there's so much yeah. more to explore that is cell. like,
0: yeah, that that should not even be the case. I feel like the new relationship yeah. should be around understanding the clitoris because most yeah. of female orgasms will happen.
1: Yeah, the vast majority and the clitoris gets just as large as the penis does whenever it's fully aroused and erect. Oh no. And way. just because a penis is hard doesn't mean is the person the penis wielder is fully um fully aroused just because it's erect doesn't mean the body attached to it and the penis itself is at max arousal. So usually it takes 15 to 20 minutes. Doesn't mean of stimulation or boring like kind of foreplay, Mm -hmm. but just stimulation and the greatest sex organ you have in your body is your brain. So Mm -hmm. that brings really back around to, you know, creating environments, your person and you, frankly, are worth having these experiences. So I think like one big message that I have and our whole company has is take responsibility. Just like for me, I go to the gym, I have my, ty- you know, certain things that I do to take care of myself and this is a component that I've now put as a priority. This also, my sexuality also deserves me to take, like I deserve that, to mm-hmm. give that to myself and my partner does too. To take responsibility for my growth and my development there, yeah. instead of passing that blame or being a victim onto my partner, like you just don't know how to touch me, you but just you don't, don't know.
0: Like, like they're supposed to figure it out. They're supposed to read yeah. your mind. Yeah. Instead of taking ownership and say, "Well, this is what I like." Yeah. But the only way to really know what you like is to know, is to take one of these quizzes, like <laughs> basically a full checklist. Yeah. And yeah. and not only that, but just because this is so in depth. But also so you have so, so take us through how you how would you use these photos here?
1: I mean, in an environment like this, or if I'm hosting a workshop or I'm facilitating in some way, or you know, I have group facilitation on Zoom. Mm-hmm. And really, I mean the two pictures that I was just holding up, one is the clitoris at rest and one is the clitoris fully erect. Oh
0: now so I can see the difference.
1: Every ah, you know, she okay. she's shaped Kind of like a wishbone with bulbs underneath, mm-hmm. and so every part of it winds up swelling. So if we think about it, and I'll bring out Gloria.
0: Gloria, I'll
1: hello. bring out Gloria. So okay.
0: vulva here. In yeah,
1: action. so she's my wonders vulva puppet. But this little nub here is the only thing we see. Okay. Right. So mm-hmm. you are looking at the vulva. The v- mm-hmm. vagina is actually the canal. Right. So the it's vagina the hole. is here, yeah. right? Is the hole. The clitoris is here and all of this outside, inner and outer labia. So the that's outer labia, the right. This is vulva. That's the vulva. So yes. we don't
0: just have a vagina. We have a vulva, you yes, guys. Yes,
1: it's a vulva. The <laughs> canal is the vagina and then- So it's not the flower. correct
0: anatomical part that everyone talks about. No. I'm talking
1: about the vulva. No, and yeah. then the um, and you have the two holes are the urethra where you urinate okay. and then of course where sex happens. Wait,
0: what's this? What's this flower? So
1: that's the urethra. And then inside the vaginal canal, they've marked the area um, that's typically referred to as the G-spot. Okay. Which one, Um, the lower one? This one here. Okay. And really it's the clitoral, urethral, vaginal complex. Mm -hmm. They're changing it more or less to be called the CUV, which is a little less sexy, but but G-spot's named after a man. So, oh, Oh, we're calling it what it is. But anyway, back to the clitoris, Um, there's only a little tiny piece that's exposed Mm. and most people... Are, they grow up and they learn like maybe it's young men and they're like, Oh, they see porn and it's like, Oh, just go there and just like rub it really fast. And it's kind of yeah. like you just, the way you made a face. Right. It was like, Oh, oh. no, huh, yeah. no, you know? don't do that. Please so don't do that. Really please just don't do that. My, my like main piece for anyone that thinks like that is just slow down. Yeah. Please slow down. everything down. What you watch so. on
0: porn is not how you should please a woman.
1: <laughs> no, no. <laughs> So the little piece that you see is the glands of the clitoris. Oh, and I, I think I have a 3D structure oh my in my bag I too. Love, I,
0: I love this. We, we just might have to put the entire episode up on YouTube because <laughs> you have Maybe. so many toys. I, just,
1: I have to take out a couple of the toys in this. order to get to the, yeah. to the okay. well, you can hold these floggers. Okay, the floggers. Woo. Okay. Um, my favorite sex toy of all sex toys is right here. This one? No, this one.
0: Okay, your blindfolds. Yes. Yep. We use a lot of blindfolding. Mm-hmm. That one. Yeah. It
1: was almost like a weapon. Okay. Called it that enjoy that looks
0: like a brass knuckles, but like I know. Yeah.
1: So here's what I was originally looking for. Oh. This. Okay. Okay.
0: That looks like a toy that my kids would probably play with as a dinosaur.
1: Right. It's like a dinosaur right. or something. So I'd call it the clitorisaurus. The because she <laughs> doesn't like it. dinosaur, looks like it, right? Okay. <laughs> yeah. So like a
0: flying dinosaur.
1: This little piece here is all that's exposed. Oh, wow. All of this is underneath all of this. Oh, wow, yeah. So, when people say that they are experiencing pleasure via penetration, the back of the structure of the clitoris is being stimulated. Mm. So, this whole thing has more nerve endings than the entire penis does. Oh, my God. Like eight plus thousand nerve endings. Wow. In this little structure. And it swells. S- okay this Swells the whole thing. Oh, wow. When it fills with blood and it engorges, it becomes erect, which is the other. So all of the lips, Mm -hmm. the vulva, the whole thing becomes erect and fills with blood. Okay. Or the clitoris becomes erect and everything else becomes flush. Um, and so you have at rest and then you have, Oh yes. Engorged. So when you have a vulva Mm -hmm. and a vagina that is engorged like that, that's ready for penetration. Does that mean it usually, on average, takes up to twenty minutes? But do Not we all really have? have but do yeah. we have twenty minutes? Right. Does it mean that the sex that I had seven minutes or less because we both have calls coming up, but we want to connect? Right. Does it mean that we shouldn't do that? Mm. No. That has that place. Sure. But the quality of my orgasm, the more I'm turned on and the closer I am to that, the the bigger the more I feel it, the longer it lasts, mm. the more expansive it feels. Mm. Cause I've also taken the time. Right. So it, there's just lots of flavors to the sex. So oh, there you have it. Wow. Right. Wow.
0: And so in knowing what you will and what you yes. won't, then you and your partner can start playing around with that. And it could be like a gentle nudge for your partner, ladies, be able to have that conversation with your man to, yeah. to say, well, what are you curious in in doing for me and, and
1: not right Because there's a lot of things on that list that do not involve penetration that will get Majority. the vagina and the vulva ready. <laughs> and in bodies, the meantime yeah. while he's doing that, if this is you know a heterosexual relationship, yeah in the meantime while he's doing that, he's also continuing to flood his genital area, his mm-hmm. root chakra, sacral chakra with um, presence and blood and flow and so there's also a build and arousal there and because there isn't immediate penetration chances are with that stimulation taking a little bit of time he will also be able to last longer if yeah. that's something that you want right yeah right so Ugh. and I, of I can, course you, you I teach could talk. like
0: breathwork work and- I do
1: I could talk about this subject ad nauseum forever which is how I wound up doing when I I mean it's so Rome. it's
0: so exciting it's so exciting and yeah. okay so what are the difference between these vloggers and how would one use this if they were trying to um, spice up their bedroom?
1: Yeah, and I, and I mean, really considering the original question too that you had about ways that you can get into, you know, a sexy space. Mm-hmm. People often will see these BDSM tools and think that people are trying to hurt each other, right? Or that it's people who've experienced trauma just re-traumatizing themselves, <laughs> right?
0: Which it's not even the case. <laughs>
1: no, and I mean, maybe that's the case for some people. Um, mm-hmm. but the vast majority is lots of communication, lots of time and space, um, and consent. So, and that's the big piece. Mm-hmm. And so for a lot of people, when they find healing through something like this, imagine they were physically abused when they were growing up, they didn't have agency. They didn't have a choice, but in sex and in this dynamic, they can choose and they can transmute it into pleasure mm. they choose the situation they create the container in the they environment have the control and they have a person who's willing to meet them in that and it's really really big and that's huge it's really big that's so powerful there's so much energy moves really fast in sex and ds because of the sensation it moves you know just as fast if not faster i would say the nervous system's very engaged of um course. so i've had when two people have that intentionality yeah so we created um we held a container over the course of a weekend here in austin not that long ago with a dominatrix friend of ours so fun and um i wanted to create this dynamic so that i or this environment so that we could be the jordan and i could be students Mm. to a degree and at one point you know jordan is a very vanilla he was when we met when we met i was this like kinky little new orleans vampire and he's (laughs) beautiful sunshine california vanilla Serial monogamous frat boy. Okay, oh boy. Um, boy, and so us coming together has definitely gone through its ups and downs and challenges. Because here I am, is this like sex person? Yes, and he's he knows we're to get like we ne- we have to be together. Like he he was, I love our story, cool. but he it's very challenging for him.
0: Hello there, fam. I just wanted to take a moment to pop in and tell you all about the juicy that is happening right now at DharmaCoachingInstitute.com at DCI. That's right, I am not only one of the co founders with Sahar Rose and Ujjit, but we have come together to really create an opportunity of a lifetime. And if you are one that has always been the way shower for your family, if you are the one that is diving into the advice giving of all of your friends, if you are the one that is now looking for more purpose and for more meaning in your life, and maybe you are super accomplished in your business and your professional life but now you kind of want to go deeper you want to have more of that spiritual awakening that spiritual acumen under your belt this is the opportunity for you we have now trained close to 800 students and we are opening our doors our enrollment starts right now to become a DCI coach, that's right, a certified Dharma coach, a soul purpose coach, a spiritual life coach. This is the only dual certification in the world where you will be certified as a spiritual life coach and a soul purpose coach. And we are so excited because our not only Eastern philosophy and blend of Vedic principles but also a full clear foundation of all the coaching principles we go into human design we go into the Dharma discovery method we go into the Dharma blueprint you are alongside with not only the three actually the four master coaches as well as myself Sahara and Ajit but also you are fully supported with coaching calls, live interaction calls, small group practice pods. And if you're thinking, Hey, I don't want to create a business out of this. I just want this for my own spiritual awakening, my own development. I need something for me. Maybe you are the one that is constantly organizing everything and you are just starting to feel depleted. This is also for you. We have two tracks, one for folks who want to do this for their own spiritual and personal growth. And the other track is for those who wanna create this into a business, want to actually create a thriving, purposeful, meaningful career out of this. And that is a six month journey. And the last two months are solely on how to get visibility, create breakthroughs for your clients, as well as a whole slew of how to niche down, as well as making sure that you are Knowing the marketing, knowing the content, and everything that goes along with building a successful, abundant, and booked, busy coaching practice for you. And I am so, so excited to share that we are closing the doors on April 4th. That's actually when we start classes. And for more information, you can check it out at Dharma Coaching Institute. Your next chapter awaits at dharmacoachinginstitute.com. I am beyond excited and I cannot wait to see you there. Yeah, well it's so fascinating because I see you guys online and how do you feel like putting everything out there, out in the open about your, about the things that you're doing together and you guys are so, well you're so open about your sexual experiences and obviously you're using it as a teaching tool, but how does that actually feel?
1: Uh, I think it feels good for both of us. We we started being very upfront, open about our relationship from the get-go. Mm-hmm. And so it feels like our community and our followers and people online, they feel like family at times. And they we've just gotten so much positive feedback. So we we continue to do it. And there are times when things happen where it's, I'm going to hold it close for a little while and then I'll share it.
0: Mm -hmm.
1: you know? Mm -hmm. And so we, we have grace with each other and there are times where he goes to share something or maybe a picture or something. And I go, I didn't know that I wasn't okay with that until you shared that. And now I'm not okay with it. And he'll immediately, no questions asked, take it down Mm -hmm. and then have a conversation with me. What's going on. So it happens. Okay. Um, I love
0: that you guys are very open in that and even exploring, like, I don't know how I'm going to feel about this, but maybe afterwards I kind of don't actually want it to be public as of right now.
1: Yeah. Um, consent, it, it needs to be, you know, to be fully consensual, um, freely given and reversible, mm. you know, like I, I was okay with this yesterday or a couple weeks ago, and now I've decided that I'm, I'm not okay with it. Or I said yes to sex and we're about to do it. And then all of a sudden I'm, I'm like, i I'm, this isn't right. Something's not right. Or We're in the middle of doing the thing that I asked for. And all of a sudden I'm not okay. Mm. Reversible. And I mean, even Jordan and I, and at some point I, I will share it and I'll write about it, but we've had an experience where I, the word we use is endured. Okay. I endured. Like I let, I let it happen because I, I wanted him to have his pleasure and I wasn't fully into it, but I still let it happen. And unfortunately that isn't trustworthy of me. Mm-hmm. And so, and he afterwards, you know, ha- we had a, a big process cause I wound up crying after out of, kind of almost out of nowhere. Oh, wow. I was like, wow, I abandoned myself. Mm-hmm. And so I teach this and I'm very, very much a student. Right. And we both, we both and are. I love that. Yeah. I love that. Yeah. I love
0: how you're embracing the vulnerability in being the expert, but also being the student. And I feel oh, like that's no. so like putting the ego aside and just really embracing, hey, I'm still gonna be an act in curiosity, in exploration, and also, yes, I'm so passionate about this work, but I'm also the student as well. And yeah. I'm just exploring
1: yeah, just like you. Yeah. So, so cool.
0: I love that. Do you
1: want me to finish the, do you um, want me to tell you anything about those? Yes, please. Why,
0: why are they different textures That's, and feels and, and, yeah. and one looks like tire cleaner. Or yeah. Something like they're that. all
1: vegan. Okay. So they're not, I do have real leather ones, with this whole, um, set okay. Jordan actually found on Etsy Oh no and, way. and they were all vegan. It was really cool. So, and he got these after we had this event that I was mentioning and yeah, forever the students and I'd experienced some DS play and relationships before Jordan, and I had lots of challenges with bringing that to him and explaining some of those things to him.
0: Mm.
1: And it's taken, we've been together four years, and it took a, our first maybe two years for him to really start to understand that it's not about the spank the spanking. It's not about the flogger. It's not about the item. It's about the energy that is required and the presence that's required from both parties in order to create an environment where that's hot. And that's intangible. It's hard to describe it and explain it, but he's getting it, I think more and more. So at that event, I wound up on a spanking bench. Oh
0: my goodness. Something that you would find at Burning Man.
1: yeah, Yeah. Yeah. Basically, which we have been and our, we love festivals and yes. our first group sex experience was at Burning Man actually. Oh,
0: amazing. Um, okay. I'm gonna have to bring so- you back on later to talk
1: about that. <laughs> There's so yes. much, but, but we wound up there and I wound up on this banking bench and, um, in this environment that was being, that's very educational and also encouraging play. I went onto the bench and he was asking how to flog better, okay. you know, cause he had some idea, but still some hesitation. And so we mm-hmm. had the dominatrix who we worked with her partner had flogger in one hand. Jordan had a flogger in the other hand and they, and I, my butt was just out in the open and very exposed. And they, he was teaching him technique. This
0: is at your workshop. Yeah. Oh wow. Okay.
1: At this, at this particular one, they're not all like this. Okay. Um, this is actually one of the only ones that we've done like this. Ooh. And so then Kimmy, who's the dominatrix, our friend that came in and she came up to me and she whispered in my ear, can I play? Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh gosh, cause I'm like face down. And so then she teaches spanking techniques, okay, which I'm familiar with. And I teach too, but it's a little bit different when I'm the one that's trying, I want to be spanked by my partner, but I'm not, I'm trying not to be in a teacher role. And mm-hmm. it's just a lot to work through. And we're, we're really great at moving through it now. But, um, so then they're like beating my butt, like a bongo, you know, <laughs> and every now and then she's asking me to say a number. Okay. So from one to 10, mm. the sweet spot for me is like six, seven right? 10 is play stops. It's too much. Mm. The, uh, the goal is not to hurt. Okay. The goal is to, so you're entice. not really, like you're
0: not beating. Yeah.
1: yeah. 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 The goal is to have fun mm. and to have a cadence and a rhythm and they get started between the flogging before and then the padding and the rhythm and the rhythm okay. and the rhythm. And then every now and then so it sounds like a drum, circle. right? So four, 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 let's say on the spectrum. And then okay. every now and then a seven, a well-placed seven. Okay. And then pet me on the back, Mm. tell me I'm doing great, pet my hair. What happens in a person's nervous system on the edge, anticipation, 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 adrenaline, Mm. because there's risk. I don't know what's going to happen. What winds up happening as well is turn on. Mm. And so it's very meditative. It can be very meditative. So people have these experiences with these tools that look like they're meant to hurt people, but what they wind up after they use them effectively, they leave grounded, Mm. their nervous systems fully discharge, anxiety released from their body, if you are, cause that's the point in meditation, right, right? is to get out of your, try to get out of your head and come to presence. Absolutely. You can't think about the laundry or the soccer game or the whatever, when you don't know when the next seven or eight are going to be landing on your butt. Mm-hmm. The only thing that you can be present with is the right here and right now and the sensations that are present. So if you extrapolate that idea across lots of different tools and dynamics with DS, mm-hmm. then You know, sex isn't happening while like spanking is happening, right? I was clothed when that was going on. But
0: you're still having this sensual experience.
1: Right. But when I came off of the bench and I turn around and Jordan is there with his arms outstretched and he embraces me and I melt into him and he knows that he's delivered something to me that only I have entrusted him to be able to give to me, plus maybe a professional every now and then. Of course. It's from there then our regular sex, because that's what it looks like. Then our regular sex is very deeply connected. Mm. So it's more like, what are the ways that we can leverage all these fun tools or toys? Because they're adult, we're adults, and these right. are our toys. The toys. How do we leverage those to make it to where the sex afterwards is deep and connective and expansive? Oh, wow. Right? So it's just the method of how we get to the sex. Right. Some people use Tantra, mm-hmm. where they sit you know, cross-legged over each other and they stare into each other's eyes for 20 minutes. It's hard to think about anything else as well. When you're staring into the soul of the person across from you, left eye to left eye, right. breathing together. Yeah. It's all of these methods to get out of our heads so we can be in our bodies to experience deep connection and pleasure.
0: Yeah. Deep connection and pleasure with that person. With your person. And and not with the lights off, not with your clothes on, not on like a random Tuesday night. <laughs> I mean, May- it could be in a random Tuesday night. Maybe. I mean, our our, our timings are, are now um, basically blocked off for Thursdays. But I feel like in that container is yeah. where we can expand and explore.
1: Yeah. So we, we another tool that we don't, you know, I don't know how much time we have left, but another tool that maybe we won't get that far into, but is available when you look at the want, will want list is the relationship board meeting that helps you plan. Oh. It just helps yes. you plan what type of sex and where is it going to go. Oh, I love that. Because sometimes you just need like a quick one. And yeah. sometimes you want it's like, you know, the riverbank, so you can flow, mm-hmm. you know, you put the bumpers on yes. and then you and like then, figure it out and then you play. So it's like, okay, on Thursdays at six or whenever, when the kids go to bed and you've got this window, you can choose for it not to be go through the motions. Mm-hmm. You can go, okay, so I, we have the structure of the time. What creative thing mm-hmm. do we want to do with this time? And sometimes it's going to be accessible and sometimes it, it won't be like that creativity sometimes it just feels like another thing to do yeah and
0: so and that was the one thing i was so excited about bringing you on is because like this year Ajit and i we decided like Thursdays whether it happens twice a month or three times a month you know in the season of life that we're in or yeah. every week yeah. right but each of us are going to take turns mm-hmm. to plan yes. and to, you know, whether it's a sensual date, whether it's, you know, walking into a bathtub of like all candles, mm-hmm. you know, setting up the, the tone and the mood, whether it's going to be, you know, s- sensually dancing with each other to kind of get into that like Mood of erotica, Mm -hmm. or bringing something like this. We have a white one, and and it's not so like heavy. Yeah. But but utilizing, you know, the play and just the sparking that surprise. I think there's that element, like you said, of anticipation.
1: Sure.
0: Woman, we can continue all day, and oh my gosh, I know you have to go, and I feel like we should bring you back for round two because (laughs) there's just so much more to unpack. So I want to get into a segment that I call, this might get a little ugly or brave.
1: Great. Um,
0: So describe your magic moment that sucked.
1: The magic moment that sucked. Um, I was in Greece and just recently had gone through an ovarian cyst removal surgery that was spurred on by IUD, my IUD at the time. Wow. Um, Had that inserted, kind of felt somewhat pressured to get an IUD placed, or to to get on birth control at that time, and because I was in a relationship, and uh, we were in a technically a sexless relationship. So mm-hmm. that's the definition of sexless is less than uh, twelve times, or less than eleven times in a year, so less than once a month. Yeah, I was
0: I was in one of those. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Mm-hmm. So we were, and again, this is the relationship that I learned all the things that I will never stand for again. It also led me to have my heart very closed off for a while and then eventually crack it all wide open, which led me to Jordan. But Look at that. Um, so in Greece, I just had this surgery. I was with this team. We'd just done a brand new like takeout for this ship. I was still healing and I'm in this relationship with this person that I just know I just keep staying for the sake of staying to put up the facade, this fairy tale of this like gallivanting
0: perfect fairy
1: tale relationship and i just said enough i got we there was like drinking involved and we just we had this exchange and it was maybe you know like the exchange where Mm -hmm. i'm like i'm fucking done Mm -hmm. i really mean it i'm done and i got off i got we were in greece for the day and then i got back onto the ship and i called the um fleet manager and was like i have to move i have to go somewhere else and it was a leap into the unknown to start traveling and doing that position by myself. And it was the thing that then eventually led me to completely lose myself, that led me to build myself back up in a way that I'd never done before. So it sucked, um, Oof. really, really sucked. Cause we had so much of our life intertwined for convenience, mm-hmm. for travel, Yeah. Um, him being from a, a different country. Yeah. And so to just go, I have to leave and lost everything. He, there was a lot of money that was owed to me for the work that I'd done. Oh I just gosh. let it all You left. Go. Yeah, like left with, there was money promised to me and I had like, my, so it was like a big left with all the debt. It was like a relationship that ended and I, because the debt was in my name because of like our the countries we were from, oh I left with the debt, he left with the money, nothing got sent back to me oh. that was promised and I just had to be okay. Because choosing me was, that was worth way more than any of that other stuff. And so wow. I'm so grateful to him and that relationship because I mean, the beauty that I have around me now
0: and look at what you've been able to create and cultivate.
1: Yeah. Just yeah, magical. Yeah.
0: Magical. Okay. So what does it mean to be brave?
1: Hmm. To me, I think the moments when I feel really brave and I think about okay. So yesterday I'm on like the third step in, in our house, like to the bottom and Jordan's across from me. And we're like stuck on the land, like stuck on the stairs in a bit of a process of like, you know, I'm seeing a thing and I'm perceiving it one way and I'm kind of projecting it onto him. And it's this underlying thing that we're probably going to be working on in our relationship for a while is trust. Mm -hmm. And, and it's not just, I don't, it's not, I trust you not to go with other women. That's almost never a conversation for us. Mm -hmm. It's just trusting him to stay and trusting him to make decisions that are the best for us. And so it's it's more like life stuff and just Mm -hmm. trusting that he's got us. And it's hard for me because I didn't see that growing up. And sitting in that conversation knowing that my, uh, my personality pattern, my energy gets big and I'm fiery and his is kind of collapses and merges like a collapse and goes within. Mm -hmm. And so I get big, he goes, you know, but we both decided to stay very present and my energy was very high. And I was in the, the conversation trying to pull myself out for a meta perspective and apologizing and reframing and staying. And I, and I, sometimes I get into this place where I start crying, like I start, tears start to fall yeah. and I am in it and I don't leave mm-hmm. and I keep, and I stay there with my person and I am willing to admit faults and to see patterns and to acknowledge when something, you know, I'm I'm reminded of a traumatic thing that happened from, you know, a different time in my life and those are the times that I feel the most brave is when I I am in the most discomfort, especially emotionally with a person that I care about and I don't abandon self or the other. Mm-hmm.
0: Yes. Yes. To more of that. Mm-hmm. And my final question for you as we wrap up this very juicy and sexy (laughs) conversation, what word describes this moment and season of your life right now? Mm.
1: Uh, Devotion. Mm. Devotion. So it was newly married, uh, as newlyweds. Congratulations. Yeah. Yeah. Um, It's a lot of walk my talk. I've created an environment for myself that is a giant structure of mirrors. So... I'm working with clients, and it's the same stuff that I'm working on. And there's those moments where I'm giving a, an exercise where I go, "I could use this exercise." Right?
0: We teach what we have to learn ourselves, yeah. right? So, <laughs> as um, the saying
1: goes, other than you know figuring out what it means to be a devoted wife and also a business owner. And the, and the person that led the thing that makes all the money for our whole family, that even he has now left what he was doing before to work with me. Wow. And so you you've
0: grown immensely so big. You've gotten so big. It's incredible. It's, it's, it's incredible. Love to see that. And it's
1: beautiful yeah. that, that we can make that. And thank you. And, and I really believe in the work that we do, you know, normalizing all of this stuff and making normalizing yeah.
0: sex. Yeah. Saving yeah. relationships and marriages and making them more fun and playful and Absolutely. sexy.
1: But I'm curious, you know, like, what does it mean to be a devoted, I can have all these compartments and parts of myself and, and me and devoted as a wife and a future mother, which is the other thing is devotion. I've never taken care of myself the way that I have just already started 2022 off, um, taking care of myself. So devotion to my body and myself, devotion to my marriage, and then also devotion to my craft and growing. Wow. Wow. Mm-hmm. Where can we learn more about everything you shared today? Uh, really, Instagram's my the hotspot. If you find me on Instagram, then you'll see everything else. The link that's in my bio is often filled with resources and fun things. And yeah, you're so good um, about sharing everything. So yeah, I try. Um, I also forget <laughs> that I have a podcast too, and and that's also linked there. And so these conversations that like I've just had with you you know, some of the ones that I mentioned about Jordan and other times in my life, I, Jordan and I regularly podcast about what we're doing in real time and how we're doing it. So good. Yeah. So good. Yeah.
0: Well, Alexa, this was an incredible power hour. Mm. So, so excited. Thank you so much. Mm. And until next time on the brave table. Wow so much juicy. I hope you took a lot of notes. Oh my goodness. Cause we went through so much in this deep dive. It was almost like a mini workshop and mini series on how to understand your sexual appetite and your sexual relations. And I hope you had a little bit more knowledge I mean, I was blown away by a lot of the things that I forgot and didn't even know that could exist around pleasure and the female anatomy. I just think our bodies are so beautiful and so miraculous. And there's so much, you know, untapped potential within us in terms of even having this conversation with our partners. And it really opened up so much just, you know, in a safe and secure way that Alexa just, is able to, you know, take this conversation and and have it be so, in, in many ways, mainstream. So I hope this lit a little fire and some juiciness for your conversations in the bedroom with your partner, with your girlfriends, with your friends, and perhaps maybe even with your children, if they are of that age, or maybe even gets you thinking like how you would like to teach your kids about how to... Treat their sexual partners and how to even explore within themselves and how to make it okay. You know, I think that she does such a great job of dispelling the shame and the guilt that so many of us have because of how our parents viewed sex or how our cultures viewed sex. And I think it's so liberating to know that we can change that conversation and change that dialogue. So if you love this so much, if you think a friend could use this episode, definitely be sure to check out part one of this episode. And share both episodes with a family and friend. And let me know what you think. I'm always so curious. You know, you can always send us a message at the brave table on Instagram. And wow, if you love this so much, I would so appreciate a five-star review. I mean, it helps us get into more hands and accessibility for those who really need to learn about brave conversations in sex. And if you do that, go ahead and, and do it at iTunes, five-star review, or even on Spotify or wherever you get your podcasts, but be sure to send us your screenshot at EA and support at globalgrit.co. And I'm going to say that again, actually it is support S U P P O R T at globalgrit.co. And we will award you with our seven day mini workshop on emotional mastery. That's right. It is nowhere else, but here Thank you so much for tuning in. As always, you can follow Alexa at that Sex Chick for more, and you can join her community and resources. She's ThatSexChick.com. I will see you next time. Have an amazing weekend and continue to be brave. Until next time on The Brave Table.